Hey there everyone, Tyler Pyburn here from WeNeedToVacation.com and this is the Vacation Rental Homeowner Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm here with Elizabeth Whedon, also from WeNav, as we call it here under the, these, this roof and these four walls. How are you today, Elizabeth? Terrific, Tyler. How are you doing? I am very good, happy as always. However, I'm not happy to be talking about this topic that we're covering today. And it's, it's scams, it's scraping, it's something we're calling home identity theft, which I'll just be honest, we just coined this like within three minutes before we came on the the actual podcast itself. But we're going to basically take two approaches to this podcast. There's a lot of information we could spend hours if we really wanted to. We're not going to do that because we don't want to, you know, just drive people crazy and scare them into thinking all these things um, are going to happen immediately. But it's just things that you have to be cognizant of and really look out for. Um, We're first going to start with talking about from managing your home, working with different vacationers, how you can kind of protect yourself, some of the things that the liability standpoint, what are some of the things you can do and need to do and it starts with kind of the leases and vetting and kind of googling and all those things above it right exactly i mean just things how to protect yourself how to you know screen your your prospective guests to make sure they're a good fit in your home but also that they're going to be respectful of your home and so forth so one of the first things i would start with is to recommend as we've said many times you know it's it's fine to initially respond to an inquiry by email but we always recommend that you at some point before committing to one another that you have that phone conversation. It's amazing what you can learn about somebody from the phone, you know, hearing. Just from an accent and, you know, you can kind of hear whether it's an accent or just, you know, don't get me wrong. There are people that are really good and good swindlers from that standpoint, Mm -hmm. but there's, you'll also, you're going to learn a lot more by Mm -hmm. just hearing their voice and talking to them. And you can ask them direct questions right, right away. You don't want to be, a jerk about it but you can well, no, I mean you do it under the guise of, of truly being interested and and mm-hmm. and the way I say it in my home is I I really am have a vested interest in making sure that they're happy gonna be happy yes. in my home so anyway that that's what it starts with is that phone conversation but do some research after you get that even before you have that conversation actually you know if you whatever information you can get and unfortunately I know on our site we can we are requiring less information from our guests because we don't want to do anything to impede their getting that inquiry to we're, you. We're trying to get their foot in the door pretty yeah. easily, right? Yeah, without them having to give a whole bio, mm-hmm. you know, and share all this information, which they may be reluctant to do at first. Um, but you know, do what you can, even with an area code if you have the phone number. You know, although everybody has cell phones now from mm-hmm. all over the place, but you know what I'm saying. Um, if you get a name, you Google them. That kind of thing. Google them. Use Facebook. Use LinkedIn. LinkedIn use exactly. these different channels that that are available to you to try to find a little bit information. Are there pictures on Facebook? Are they partying partying all the time, or are they seem like a family man or something like that? How old are they? You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> make sure they're not young. They graduated in 2018. Oh, probably not, right? Probably not. <laughs> um, always use a lease and require a security deposit. The lease really just provides that layer of, of um, communication that people know exactly what your expectations are and, and um, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll follow it. Requiring a security deposit, even though it's, it's frankly 
more difficult every day, it seems like, to be able to with actually withhold anything in it. It really serves as a great deterrent, um, great incentive for them to, um, a deterrent for them to do anything wrong and an incentive for them to take care of your home. Um, the other thing is be really careful on your listing on any online accounts that you have. Be really careful about choosing a strong um, password, username and password and keeping it safe. Um, and another stupid thing, I mean, I can't believe I'm having to mention this, you know, the old Nigerian scams. If somebody sends you too much money in the mail, uh, you know, and then, you know, that old scam about they send you too much and then they say, oh, will you please send it back? And in the meantime, you know, if it's a check, the check hasn't cleared. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. The check hasn't cleared. And um, so you don't want to get into a situation where they basically cancel the che the original check and then you've sent them money. So. You've sent them another $5,000 yeah. back. I mean, say. I feel like people have been aware of that scam for, what, 20 years or something, yeah. a long time since the dawn of the Internet. But it just bears mentioning. I think mm -hmm. I, I need to mention it. I would say also that the most... Um, the ripest time for scams tend to be last-minute bookings. I think scammers are—they're not stupid most of the time. But, you know, they do this because they succeed, and they—they mm -hmm. um, they really are pretty can be pretty smart. And one of the things is that they take advantage of a last-minute situation where you're pretty desperate. I know I am. If I've had a cancellation and I have a week open, or for, for any reason I have a week open, and they just you know it just seems too quick and easy and too good to be true and and half the time that's true so um, be careful particularly with last minute payments maybe instead of going with the check and saying oh you know it'll sometimes it doesn't clear until after they've left or something yeah. so you might want to if you do they might put a different date on that right right that exactly you might just want to make sure you receive the payment whichever way you can whether it's you know electronic funds transfer or an online payment of any kind so that you're sure you have the actual funds before they arrive. I think that's an important thing. And finally, just, um, you know, in terms of protecting yourself and your home, um, make sure that your lease in includes um, some language about preventing, this sounds really weird, but preventing subletting. You'd, you'd be surprised. We actually have had instance, instances here on our site of homeowners who rented out their home, and then somebody, usually it was kind of a long-term rental, like a winter rental, and they found out that whoever they rented to would, had turned around and rented it out to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So it really was a problem. Um, so just be careful. Make sure you've got a good, tight lease. And if you need one, let us know, because we have a great sample lease we'd be happy to share with you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so that, that's kind of some of the things you can do to kind of protect yourself in that, from that standpoint. Mm -hmm. But this other piece that we're talking about as home identity theft is really, it's almost protecting vacationers in a standpoint, but also protecting you from having your home. And what we mean by this is having your home copied and posted up on Facebook Marketplace or posted up on Craigslist by someone you have no idea who they are. That actually, that, that happens, doesn't it? it? It honestly does. And I think a lot of people have heard about it on, on the news. Um, Unfortunately, vacationers haven't seemed to have heard about it enough, but can you imagine, Tyler, <laughs> having your home and being there maybe for the turnover and you go to greet your guests, John and Sue, whoever it is that you've been in correspondence with for, since January, 
and this total different family shows up and oh we're here mm -hmm. and you just your heart breaks for them what are they going to do my home's on the vineyard can you imagine if they'd gotten all the way over there and they have nowhere to go mm -hmm. so you know although it's not in some ways you think it's not the homeowner's responsibility although there are actual legal liability there is some legal liability of the homeowner when this happened but you also just as a common you know decency you try to protect you don't want that happening so, so you, what do you do how yeah. do you I mean because you can't yeah. stop someone from going on my site and just hitting the copy and paste button so what, right. what, what do you do yeah so there are two different two different ways that you that um, bad guys can can scam uh, vacationers and one is to what what's called scrape your listing or as you say copy and paste it kind of mm -hmm. go online you know there's nothing preventing them from seeing your listing copying it and creating a whole account usually not on a reputable site like ours because we we go you through vet we vet, yeah process, we don't right? just throw up a list anybody that's signed up on our site understands this right yes they should yeah by now um, all new listings for years now we have um, we, we go through quite a process to make sure that our vacationers are protected and there aren't scam listings on our site but um, what they can do is go to Craigslist now, and it's a, it amazes me that vacationers still use a Craigslist to look for a home because it's just rife with these scraped listings that are copied, and of course with a different of contact information than yours, so they're getting all that money. The other uh, way to uh, that that they scam vacationers is through something called phishing. And this is where criminals pretend to be some well-known, trusted company. It could be anything like, I don't know, Amazon or um, whatever, online Kohl's or something like that. And they, they create a, um, an email that they send to you, and it looks just like Amazon's. You know, it has their logo and couldn't look more convincing. But sometimes you might find, you know, a the, the Z is off, right? Yeah. It's an S or it's something yeah. slightly different. You just have to, I, mean, I remember it's like, you know, when every kid went to Washington, D.C. when they were 13, back in the 90s, they'd buy Oakey sunglasses, not Oakley. The L was oh, missing. Right. So, but there's that, there's something but to that effect. These guys are getting sophisticated enough that there aren't any issues that you would notice there. But if somebody's prying and asking anything for you to reset your, your login information and, you know, it's phishing, it's getting you to, to get on the hook and, and provide them with the sensitive information that you shouldn't be providing anybody. So don't be misled by the fact that oftentimes there's something wrong with the with the email, but not always. So if there are ways we I don't have time to get into it, but there are ways to avoid that. You hover over the URL and see mm -hmm. if it isn't the same. Um, you know. If, and I always say, don't hesitate to call. I mean, if when yeah. it comes to our site, if you receive an email that comes in, you say, well, this does something doesn't seem right. I think there's a, a commercial out there I've heard on the radio a few times where you know the a person receives an email from their boss and says, huh, so-and-so always signs their name cheers, not sincerely. Something's different yeah. about this. If something like that, you know, see something, say something. If you see something exactly. like that happen, yeah. call us. Let us know. Send us an email. Send Joan. Send Elizabeth at WeNeedVacation.com an email that says, this isn't something seems different did this you send this and if we did we'll let you know right. if we didn't right. that's great for us to know as well and you know i do believe we we are constantly upgrading our sites 
security measures. And one of them is if there is a change on your, con you guys may have noticed this already, if there's a change in your contact info um, field, uh, sorry, page, um, you will be notified. Did you know? Did you mean that? Did you know that your email address was changed or mm -hmm. something? So we're doing everything we can to help you guys. But yeah, as you say, Tyler, just be aware. You know, just don't don't fret about it. Don't be paranoid about it. But just in this day and age, you just it, you just have to keep, be aware of things. Be in the now and and look out. And one of the things I always say to do, honestly, is just do you know we mentioned search for the vacationer search for your home out there mm -hmm. too you know do a, a search with some of the sentences that you have in your description or the title of your property or you know four bedrooms in Wisconsin, whatever it may be right do that search just on a, a blank google search mm -hmm. that way you could see if something kind of random pops up on craigslist and or something pops up on a, a strange different site. That's just one of those things that can help you out from a scraping perspective. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those little things, be proactive in doing so because you don't want to you know, have it be July 1st and have our, two, or two different people show up at your house or more because something else was, was scraped some way, somehow, right? Yeah, so I mean, exactly. You can either, you should either um, look for your, as you said, look for your home, um, anything that's like it, that sounds like it, um, on just a random, you know, every now and then just do a search yeah. and see where yeah, it, it, does, it does. You don't need to do this on a day-to-day -day basis, on but just you that, want to take yeah. a peek for it. But the other thing is, um, you can also set up a Google alert. I don't know if people know too much about that, but it's really easy. I did it a few years ago. And anytime something comes up similar to my property description, I get a little Google alert in, in my email and I go, oh, and I look at it and it, you know, it's always been fine, but you just don't know. It's just worth setting that up. Mm -hmm. um, but back to fishing, I think um, it's important to realize there are two different kinds of fishing. One is where the homeowner can get into your whole email account. You know, they can figure out a way to get your login information. So, and you don't even realize, I thought, oh, well, of course you'd notice you would know, you wouldn't be getting any emails anymore. Well, they're sophisticated enough that they, they let most of your email come through from, you know, your kids or your parents or whatever it is but they they what do you call that um detour the ones that any they can people. almost have something you know if it's an inquiry something with the word inquiry in it sure. gets forwarded to another email address where you're yeah. still getting email on a day-to-day -day basis right. but it's also kind of call forwarding these calls these emails yeah. that are coming it's through selectively exactly. um missing that word again, whatever, to transfer them into their account, and you're blissfully unaware. You're wondering why you're not getting any inquiries. And it's because they've been sort of, again, on maybe the wrong, scrape is the wrong word again. But um, but the other thing is when they get, that's accessing your whole email account, but they may just have accessed your online account, again, whether it's with us or someplace else. Mm -hmm. um, and they're just having all those inquiries. They've changed your contact information, and so your listing is still there, but those inquiries aren't going to you anymore, and neither are the checks. So. Yeah, he was going to say, and the more importantly, the checks, right? <laughs> yeah, and you know, you wonder why homeowners are more vulnerable to these kind of situations, and it's obvious, right? It's because it's a lot of money. You know, a lot of these transactions are going on by email, communications, and so forth. So it's not quite the same as sort of a face-to-face -face if you're in a store or something, mm -hmm. um, and it's often thousands and thousands of dollars. So. Um, unfortunately, this industry is particularly ripe for this mm -hmm. kind of scamming. So, definitely. So, what's 
What's kind of the bottom line? Where do we kind of wrap it up with this? Yeah, so the bottom line is to, to getting back to your listing and protecting yourself, just do a little research on your prospective guests, try to speak with them directly before actually committing to them to booking. Um, make sure you use a good lease. Um, and then be careful with your login information, whether it's with us or anywhere where you've got, you know, people, these login usernames and passwords are, are there for a reason. They, they're protecting sensitive information. Do what you can to avoid those phishing scams and sca scraping. Um, be, you know, be aware and, and constantly, not constantly, but randomly um, try to see, make sure your, your home hasn't been scraped. Um, we actually have written a great blog post. Um, if you want to go to our homeowner blog or weneedification.com homeowner blog about phishing scams so you can learn a little bit more. And finally, I just want to mention there's a great website that I came across just called staysafeonline.org. And it's um, it looked really interesting, just giving some more tips about how to stay safe. Awesome. So with that in mind, I hope you all stay safe out there, but you also have a great day in the process. So for Elizabeth Whedon, I am Tyler Pyron. We're from We Need a Vacation. Thank you so much for tuning in. You'll hear us next time.